it seemed like everybody want to be a boss these days. Everybody want to be a boss till it's time to pay out, you feel me, till it's time to pay that boss call. They ain't trying to have them tough conversations. They ain't trying to put in them extra hours, catching that windfall money, dealing with folks not being consistent. Don't get me started on the lack of sleep, but you know what they say. Boss life, B-O-S-S-F-E-S-T, Boss Fest Podcast. Each and every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, guaranteed to get you rise. B-O-S-S-E-S-T, the Boss Fest Podcast. They might make you laugh, make you mad, make you cry. Either way it go, it's a vibe. Tune in, catch the topic, get the tea. Ain't no shallow waters over here, we get deep. You sensitive, easy to a fiend, you need to flee. But them tough conversations gonna be happening. Boss Fest Podcast, they hold it down. Wednesday, 7 Eastern, man, it's going down. Tell a friend to tell a friend and y'all gather round. Get at the in the comments. Don't get lost in the crowd. Hey, what's happening? It's your man DJ Bush. I had to show love to Kevin and Edwina. Boss Fest Butler. Y'all know what time it is. The Boss Fest Podcast. But you already know what we live in. Boss Life. B-O-S-S-F-E-S-T. The Boss Fest Podcast. Each and every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, guaranteed to get you bribed. Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday to everyone. Thank you for joining us again on the Boss Fest podcast. I'm Edwina. I'm Kevin, what's up? Trying to get this sound right. Oh, my. I just wish people understood, like, when you run a business and you do the wrong thing for so many weeks, how long do the boss let you keep the job? That's that's just the question. Let's throw it out. When you mess up for so long, how many times do you, you like, it's only so many write-ups you can get on a job. I, I hear you, but um, I'm trying to fix your stuff now because we show up last minute. I got to blow away your camera now nah, let me do whatever you just you just do you cause you're gonna don't do don't else. don't don't do that i'm trying to help you i want to so, get into the topic i want to so, help you because the, the camera angles is bad so i'm trying I to help you out but i want to get into the okay what does that mean let's do it right y'all how many of y'all like people who follow us every week people who know me in real life like for real. I don't know why you getting the acting all up. I'm trying to make sure you look good on the camera, babe. I'm trying to bring out your beauty and just work with me. This goes right along with the topic that I want to talk about. Is your price too high? So if I was hiring you to be the sound person or the visual person of my podcast, would your price be too high? And right now, your price of free feels too high. Well, two things to that. Number one, since you want to take those jabs at me, let's be transparent. So we're working on several different things. I'm trying to make sure things are in line or in place. Um, If you jump to the table last minute trying to do a sound check, uh camera check and stuff like that then get mad at what's happening then it's on you 
I can only do so much without the first initial setup. People who in concerts and stuff don't just show up when it's time to perform. They show up hours before. They do sound checks. They do mic checks. They do camera checks. They try to make sure all the optics are good before they present themselves to the masses. You show up, then talk crap and be like, you need to do better. We can do better, but you can be a better support. You felt like you read me right then? Yeah, he thought he ate. That's how you said it. That's how he was. You thought you ate? It's a true statement. How many times have you been in a business and they don't give you good service and then blame you for the reason why you didn't get the good service? That's how I feel right now. That's not what this is. If I'm telling you how I feel. I hear it. I, I get it. You, right now, you are the consumer, right? That's how I feel. And I'm the client trying to provide a service for you. And what I'm saying is, hey, consumer, for us to be successful, I need A, B, and C. You be like, ah, we'll figure it out. If you don't give me A, B, and C, then you can't be upset. Well, you will be upset, but yeah, I've already told you, you what I need. Yeah, you a service that you can't provide, and you're blaming me on I, the service. I'm not blaming you. All I'm stating is that, hey, if I'm trying to present a certain look or a certain sound and I need your assistance, don't be mad when you don't give me your assistance and the stuff ain't right. So go ahead. So welcome to another edition of the Boss Fest podcast. <laughs> oh it's your boy, Kevin. We got nagging ass at Wien over here. Always so I already introduced myself. It don't, don't matter, man. We're going to do it again because you just came here with that energy. Like, like your energy was just uh for no reason. And your price is too high. What you mean my price is too high? Just fair enough. My price is too high. Go ahead. What you want to talk about? I want to talk about a price being too high. So um it's the beginning of 2024, and I see a lot of things through social media where people are talking about, hey, you know, like yesterday's price or today's price is it tomorrow's price yesterday's price is not today's price i'm raising my prices um looking for different clientele people talking about you know the different clients they have aren't you know they're subpar based on where they feel like their talent level is and the question that we want to ask is is your price too high like are you pricing your services at the clients that you actually attract do you feel like you up here when your service may be down here. So let's talk about it. I want to make sure they got my hands. Like you feel like you're up here when you're really down. Well, if you would have let me do the cameras to write. Don't do that. Let's move on. So the question is, is your price too high? I don't know. I think it's how you look at pricing. Um, get off this blue app energy. Uh, all right. Um, I think it's how, how you market your services, right? And I look at, I look at certain businesses and certain entities, like we'll say, let's say we compare Gucci, right? You go into Gucci, there's a certain level of service that you expect. You walk in, there's no price on anything. First thing is about what is it you like? If this gets your attention and you feel the need to ask about something, Let's check it out. Then an assistant will walk, pretty much walk around with you to ask you questions, get sized. I was going like to say, that. wait, there's no prices? On Gucci? No. Nah, so the man no just price. be walking with us and you be like, you like that? Is this price? 
Yeah, you have to go. Okay, I can't remember. You got to go. They don't tell you a price. You find the price. When I you don't get even be spending my own money, so I don't think I pay attention. But go ahead. Right. So, but it's a certain level of service. Mm-hmm. Once you finally find something you want, them boys come out of their bag, come out of their back pocket. They put on them white gloves, especially if it's a bag. They pull it out the package. They open it up. The aroma hits you. It's just the a level of service. question is, how much Gucci have you been buying? Goodness. I'm just saying, it's a level of service you come to expect. A lot of people out here want to have Gucci prices or these surprise prices when they should have Walmart prices. Oh, Walmart prices. Okay. Walmart. Listen, ain't Walmart is still a multi-billion dollar business. But are you marketing to your... But if you got poor customer service, then you getting upset or frustrated because people don't really want to do business with you. They talking about your service or your business. Come on. You got to, got to be better than that. So, I mean, that's, that's really the question. Do you think that people assume that they're top tier when their client base isn't there? Like their client base doesn't think that they're top tier, but they're starting to price themselves at that type of level. Then do they price themselves now out of business? I think you can. I think you can start off any business thing, um, marketing yourself well. You know, especially if you're starting off, you're trying to figure out your pricing. You definitely got to figure out how much it costs you to do business. But then after that is putting yourself at a reasonable price so that people keep doing business with you. You can be doing, you can, pri- you can inadvertently price yourself too high, come back and reevaluate some stuff. It's like, all right, man, I need to fix this. I need to adjust this. or you say, all right, man, my price is this, but how do I provide more service so that my clients see exactly what they're getting from me? But a lot of people, like, they, wanna, they want high-level pricing. They want to give people these high prices and base-level service. And in the black community, we've come to expect that. It's like, it's like going into that, that, that hole-in-the-wall black restaurant where, man, what the hell is this crap? Who can believe that? Can you... Say this in it, please. I'm sorry. It just threw me off. The big ass comment came across. Spam. Um, so nobody else can see it. So everybody. I can't see it. Oh. Um, so it's like, how do you fix that? I'm sorry, this comment threw me off. I apologize. I apologize. Stop looking at me crazy. My bad. I'm just looking at you with how I feel about you right now. I got it, but you didn't see this big-ass comment come across my screen. It threw me off. That bitch wrote me an autobiography. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I don't even know what you were saying. It threw me off. I'm okay, my bad. Okay. So repeat what you said. I, it threw me off. I'm I'm lost. I can't mess up. I mess. I made a mistake in my business. I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, hey, how are you? Gabby says hi, y'all. I honestly can't see the comments, but um, <laughs> the comments have to tell you pricing. I got it. Listen, I was finna click on something, and then please stop talking about that. How you treat me so rough? 
Let, let's change the topic of the podcast to why I treat Kevin so rough. Run I tell t- y'all, he part. is not worth this free price tag right now. Like, listen to me when I tell you I'm going to count down. And only he can see my hands. But, baby, that's how I'm feeling right now. That was very rude. It was, but only you got it. So let's get back into the topic. So as the comment said, we are talking about pricing. And what you were talking about is in the black community. Yes, let's do it. You were talking about in the black community how that seems to be a pattern where almost they price themselves out or they start raising prices but aren't giving correct customer service. Yeah. So back on that topic because you're going to keep looking at me crazy. I'm not looking at you at all. I'm just saying. Um, I just feel like a lot of times we we got people that can do good, great. They got a great product. And depending upon the market, if they feel like they're the only ones in the market or if they're the only ones being recognized and they can monopolize pricing. And if enough people say go to them or, or mess with them, then they're automatically goaded, especially in smaller pockets and snitches and things like that. But I've seen people in our community who've kind of kept fair pricing. They've increased it as they needed to. But the majority of individuals who I'm starting to interact with, especially in this space, it's it's you think that because now enough people are saying your name, then now your price needs to go up. If your price goes up, fine. Your service needs to go up. Your quality of service needs to go up. That's no no doubt about it. But you can't now say, oh man, 20 people want me. Now I'm going to give them the same base level service or below level service. Cause now more people want me than when you was only having maybe two or three clients and you show care and consideration for those clients. Cause that's what got you to them. Now 20 clients that want you, because when you only had two or three, you was like, man, let me show you what I can do for you. And you went, I won't say over and beyond, but you gave them an experience that made them want to keep doing business with you. All right, so this comment, it says, all jokes aside, pricing is dictated by market and demographic, more so market than anything. I think as a business grows and you start to level up, per se, then your prices can raise with the level of service that you're getting or giving, I'm sorry. So once you start learning more in business, um, you expand uh, your products or you you, um, level up, then of course your prices should go up. But I think some people are moving the price point before they move the level of knowledge and the level of service. You're just instantly moving the price. I know in the area that we're in, which may not be, you know, the same for everyone else, but there's a lot of people who do a certain thing, or let's say there's a handful of people. And like you said, people just keep using the same people over and over. So you start to feel like there's only this small group of people who provide this particular service. But what it is, is that it's almost like the popular crowd. We all use the same person. But this other person over here who's hustling, like you said, maybe keeping their prices the same, doesn't get looked at. But the person that's in this popular crowd now starts raising their prices to, let's, I'm going to say, an astronomical rate because people keep seeing them and keep seeing them. But can they be priced out? Like, can they price themselves out of business? Absolutely. I think if you look at in corporate America, think about Kmart. 
Kmart was going on the same time as Walmart. You stopped going to Kmart because Walmart had cheaper prices than them. And Kmart just said, I ain't going to just lower my price. Wasn't it because Walmart created Lailway? Like, remember? Um, Kmart had Lailway. Well, that's what I'm saying. Kmart had Lailway, but I thought Kmart had Lailway at a point in time. And y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, because I honestly don't know. Uh, that Kmart had Lailway before Walmart did. So you had to go to Kmart and get and pay the more expensive price for things because you wanted the Lailway. But once Walmart brought Lailway along, there was no need to have to go to Kmart. And Walmart obviously had cheaper prices. That could be the scenario. I don't know for sure. What I do know is that when I would go into Kmart and I would go look at their price, I'm like, man, golly, I just was in Walmart and I seen this for cheaper. You know what? I ain't even going to get this. And once your body, once you start conditioning yourself to realize I'm going to get cheaper prices here than over here, then that's when you take your business. Especially if the quality is exactly the same. Think about that. Somebody doing hair. If they doing the, if they doing the same quality of hair over here as this person over here doing, but this person here got a $30 price point difference. Hey man, cheaper. Hey, I'm going over here. They doing the same level of service. I'm going over here cheaper point. It's just that simple. And some people are like, well, I know how much it costs for me to do this and da 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 da. But I see a lot of people overpricing themselves now, and the market don't even dictate it. Well, I feel like now, like the price of everything has gone up. Well, I'm gonna say everything, but people's income has gone up. So there becomes a certain time where people say, I honestly just can't afford to keep paying the higher price. Like you keep raising it, you keep raising it. I can't do it anymore. So when do, I guess, the entrepreneurs or the small businesses realize, okay, you're now at this level and people honestly just can't afford that level in the demographic or market that you're pricing your services? That's good. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I've looked at different things. I've even come to a point where maybe I have to accept a lesser quality item because I'm comparing price points at this time. So maybe I'll accept, accept something that may be like middle instead of, you know, extravagant because I know I need to cut back on certain things because at the point that we are, um, it's just better to save money rather than extravagantly spend it for something that I feel like may not warrant the extra price. Cool enough. Um. While you sitting there talking, I was thinking about um I remember this TikTok uh sensation. Um I think the chick is out of Miami, um, named Coach Coach P, who came up with the pink sauce, right? Oh, her name is Coach P. I know Chef P. I think she called like Chef P. She was a chef for sure. Right. I, don't, I don't know if she was a coach. So I think her name, her name was Chef, her name was Chef P. And she the one that created the pink sauce. And she was bottling it, marketing, doing it all the stuff herself. I think she was charging somewhere between like 25, 20 to twenty-five dollars a bottle and stuff like that. I mean, that wasn't even that long ago. No, it wasn't that long ago. But um she had a higher price point then. Mm-hmm. Right now, if you want some pink sauce, you can go into the Dollar Tree and get it for one whatever the Dollar Tree price is. Dollar Tree is $125. 125 then. The same pink sauce. So and I thought about it, I said, dang, did she really fall off that bed? 
Well, I think in her case, let's just say like it was something that was more elite, right? When you you have a product and it's like you can only get it from this particular point and everyone's talking about it and riding the hype. Now you can price it at this level. Once someone took it and started marketing it to the, the masses, it lost its extra value. And now anybody could get pink sauce. Obviously, we can get it at a Dollar Tree. Now no one wants pink sauce. That's a lot. Who wants it? Anybody who walks into the Dollar Tree can say, now I want pink sauce. Man, I've seen the faces in there and it has a decent amount of sauce on the shelf. And if this is in every Dollar Tree in certain areas, let's say it's in the South, and you count how many Dollar Trees are there, she's probably now making more money selling it at a dollar twenty-five than she was selling right, it at twenty-five. But you're talking about the price point. I am talking about the price point. But remember, we were talking about can you price yourself out of business? For a minute there, she was trying to go up on the price on this, but people was like, man, the product ain't even tasting that good. The packaging is all messed up. People were getting it's sick or something. Up. So people was getting sick and everything like that. Right. But she was still trying to raise the price at one point. Somebody said, no, nah, we need to go back to the drawing board on this. I think you got something good, but listen to me. Let's figure out from this angle. And they did it. They went quiet for a while because you ain't hearing nothing about pink sauce, pink sauce, pink sauce. But now if you go into a Dollar Tree, it's sitting right there on the shelf in a nice glass bottle, pretty preserved, ready to go. Versus looking like a ketchup bottle when she was originally putting it in with a, with a generic label on it. She was charging $25, $30 for it. All I'm just saying is you can, you, can, you can be doing good business and automatically price yourself out of business because you don't have the capacity to, uh, to manage the workload versus just listening to somebody and figuring out, all right, man, how can I get my product to the people, especially in that type of way? that more people abide, but maybe at a lesser price point. Some services aren't built that way, but I see a lot of people around here selling plates and stuff. Man, you selling 25, selling a plate for $25. I get it. Certain things do go up. Ingredients go up. But I'm like, man, you selling it for $25, but now I'm getting that I don't know if we should up. talk about a plate because people who are selling plates, like, make the plate look presentable before you throw it out there on the book and you selling it for $25. Ooh, presentation. I was just looking at somebody talking about presentation. If you want your price to go up or remain the price you want it to be, presentation is key. You know what? We just posted something on um, our Instagram. Brandon Dixon actually just did a, a short video where he was talking about he was on a podcast and the shooters, um, the other photographers in the room kind of came what do you say in air force ones like jeans they just weren't looking to like the level of price and it was all in the presentation so if you want to price yourself at a higher level look the part to be a higher level so he was saying you know don't come in in anything wear your your brand wear nice shoes uh maybe a black shirt but look like you're about business instead of i just came from the mall chilling with my friends and then that way you can say, hey, I'm worth this price. This is how I present myself and then offer a higher level of service. These people definitely will pay for a higher level of service. I know we were just in a meeting the other day and someone said, hey, I can get this back to you, you know, at this time frame. And it, whatever the price was, you can get it back to me at that price. I'll just pay that because that's what I need for my business. So be able to offer that extra level and people will definitely pay for it. That warrants the higher price, in my opinion. True. So, my question is, 
what does it take to get to so no i'm gonna change the question up a little bit so what makes people think that their price now needs to go up if nothing around them has justified the price going up so if 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 you sell it i'm saying if you i'm sorry so if you're if you're cooking and doing food and stuff like that of course the market can dictate that ingredients and stuff can make the price go up but let's say everything stayed the same right and so the price of food didn't go up none none of your ingredients went up nothing changed about you doing it but yet you moved your price up because somebody on social media said well that's where you answering your own question because somebody on price on social media said you want to double your profit double your price i hear that a lot on social media the easiest way to make more money is just double your price I think the first time we we may have heard that Neo said it. Um, so absolutely, if someone's following someone, and depending on like if someone has a business coach, but that is definitely the easiest way to double your money is to double the price. But the question is, if you double your price and your plate look like you know my eleven year old made it, are have you now priced yourself out of business? So that's easy to say, like double your price but make sure you have the value to back that product up or you're instantly going to lose the small fan base you have gained. Ooh, that's the one. When do people or businesses, small businesses start devaluing the people that help get them to that position where they now think that they can raise the price? I think a lot of times the price raising comes from the popularity like once you're in business and i guess i can i speak from a personal level like you're in business and it seems like you're getting more phone calls and more people interested in the service that you provide and you start seeing money come into your account like you start thinking about one like okay now i got to do twice the work because i got twice the clients um it's easy to say hey let me raise the price because i can do less work for a smaller group of clients and gain the same type of money And then once the popularity is there, hey, I instantly can just get more money. My business will automatically do better if I just raise this price with the clientele that I have. And like the comments say, it's demand, demand. I'm with it. The demand. So demand can dictate price. Agree 100%. But I think some people be creating a false demand. And social media can allow you to lie and manipulate certain truths to generate know that buzz. There are some people out there that's really grinding, putting in the work, and they price is justified. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of people out there, you know, faking the funk, and they believe that they're here when they need to re- reevaluate their whole business strategy and say, hey, man, this, we need to do better. We did that. We looked at, honestly, with pens, um, I looked at it from two different aspects. I was like, all right, we're looking at writing grants and doing things like this. I understand all the work that goes involved with the grant writing process, but my customer don't. And sometimes trying to explain that aspect of it, most people don't care. Only thing they want to know is, did you get the result that I thought that you was going to be able to get? Did you explain it? Yes or no. And with grants, when you're writing those things, it's undetermined whether you was chosen to receive the money or you wasn't, that has no, that has no bearing on the work that we do. Right. But you as a business owner, it's your job to explain to a consumer the work that you've done 
to build that value. So it sounds like what you're saying is you didn't provide or you didn't allow the consumer to see the value that you bring. I think that a lot of times um, we automatically think the, the consumer should know how much something costs. Or no, how much, or, or how one. much work we do, and I, I've had to learn this lesson the hard way. People do not know what it is you do. If you and if you and I will say that again. You, People do not understand if you're not in that particular line of work. We do not know <laughs> what it takes to produce that product. Hands down, I'll go to meetings with different people and people providing me products, and the first thing I tell them. Explain that to me like I'm two. I do not understand. That's not something that I do. You have to make me understand it or skip all the extra talk and just break down the price point because I don't get it. And don't assume that I do. So if you throw out a price and like, if I think it's too expensive, it's because you haven't told me what that includes. You haven't made me value what that is. And I honestly don't get it. That's it. That's it. So right I'm going to go back to, um, to the comments. It says, um, that's real. People hear the pitch and then they skip to the bottom dollar. Hands down, people do that. I think we're guilty of that too. Like you instantly think, oh man, like this coach gonna do this. That price is that. I wanna pay my money. And then you think of all the results that you're going to get without realizing the work you need to put into it. How, how much, how much, how much have we invested in something, not realizing that we gotta put in work too? to get the result we see. Like, I just sit here and think about that sometimes. Like, um, in our business, um, customers have to put in a base level of work uh, with pens, grant writing. Your business got to be to a certain level. If it ain't that, it don't matter how many grants somebody write or what anyone do. If you're not be, if you're not, if your business isn't seen, no matter how good you think you are in your business or how many people you think you help, it doesn't matter because if you're not even at the starting line, then I definitely can't get you the funds to do what you need to do. You got to already be in the race running. And I'm like, all right, man, you already in the race running. What I'm doing is I'm helping you on the side. Oh, here go a cup of water so you can keep running. I'm just using that analogy. I like that. That's So the next comment says, uh, the proof is always in the pudding. You can't fake customer satisfaction, referrals, and brand trust. So absolutely. Oh, someone agreed with me. I appreciate that. Um, they need to understand the difference between price versus cost. Um, most value is intangible. You are putting in skill, expertise, time, not to mention the cost of the materials. And that's the part where I'm like, people have no earthly idea. Um, I think I saw like a post uh, the other day on Facebook where it said like people don't understand like the gas, the materials, what it takes to create. And the 100 percent truth is they just don't. I don't think about that when I like book a service. Oh, man, this person has to, you know, buy X, Y, Z, because I don't know that I'm thinking of the end result versus the price they gave me. I don't care are that you just don't care it's the business owners like responsibility to figure that out what i'm thinking about is how much it's costing how me much to it costs me to get the, it exactly you go to mcdonald's you order your number you order your double cheeseburger with fries and stuff like that you don't care 
how they get the product to the store or how much electricity it takes to run the business or how much they paying they, they, they workers. Only thing you care about is, is my is my double cheeseburger with a large fry and a Coke hot and ready when I get there. And do I have to sit in this line for... You have to pull up to number two and then you're going to be missing something. Right. Like I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to go to the second window. I want to go to the first window to pay, then the next window to pick up my product. And I want to go. I don't want to go to the third window, then have to go to the parking spot. To the parking spot is where you I don't going. care about that stuff. What I care about is did I order when I place my order, how fast I able to get through, get what I need and get on my way. And for a lot of entrepreneurs, they think that the customer is supposed to care about the steps. It's because you take it personal yourself. So you like, because that's now like an extension of you, then you feel like people should understand what it takes to make your business function. And the honest, the the reality of it is they don't, they don't care. They don't know. And are you pricing it too high to include all of these things? And now all of a sudden pricing yourself out of business. So as an entrepreneur, I worry about that a lot. Because you have to price your your products to be able to stay in business, to survive and obviously grow. Because if you're not growing, then what are you doing? But do you price it too much where now you can't book clients because obviously they can go somewhere else and get the same thing for the same price? It's kind of like a catch-22 sometimes with me where I'm always playing with, is this the right price? Is this too cheap? What are we doing here? Are we like, are we making ourselves spend more money when we shouldn't? You know, it's a whole list of questions that entrepreneurs go through. So there's a question out there that says, how do you price yourself out of business? I think the easiest way to price yourself out of business is you grow your prices too high and no one wants to pay those prices. And it all depends on your market and your demographic. So if you market your service to a certain demographic and then you raise your price beyond what they can pay, you instantly have priced yourself out of business, in my opinion. And I'll use what Kevin said as grant writing. Like if our demographic is our local area and the average business, like entrepreneur or small business, may be making 60000 a year, we can't charge them $10,000 a month for the service that we have. They honestly just can't afford that. So that's how, in my opinion, you price yourself out of business. No, that's a great example because that's what technically happens. So people don't realize how much time and effort it takes into doing what it is you do. And the reality is most people will never care. Only thing they care about is, did I get my product? Did you provide the service I need? And did you, and did it feel like you gave me something a little bit more than beyond? Even if you didn't give me nothing extra with the product itself, maybe it was the energy that you created when we was doing the interactions and things like that, people like, man, I felt like I was giving something extra because everybody liked extras. Everybody do. I love extras. I but mean, you could just fake extras and I love them. Fake, people can literally fake extras sometimes. And I just feel excited. And you got to figure that stuff up. And it's another question or uh, comment on here uh, saying everybody ain't your client. Uh, and you don't, and you don't, and it don't, every client don't make or break your business. More of the story, someone would pay for your service and believe in what you're worth of your work. So I'm going to agree and both disagree with that. I think it comes in seasons. So for me, I believe that there are seasons where you can price yourself more aggressively and there are times you can't. And depending upon your business, 
you might can maybe maybe the summer months are your busy months, right? So for somebody to book your services, then uh, you may you may elevate your price some because you know, hey, I got more people that's going to demand my services at this time versus the winter months where it might be less demand. So it's like, all right, let me adjust my pricing. So I just think. There has to be some type of adjustment. Well, I think that, that depends on the the business owner. So not I don't think every business necessarily has a season similar to that, but if they do, um for this particular person, I believe they're a photographer because I see the little animated thing that's really cute. So um if you're a photographer, I think Christmas time is a huge season. Like everybody wanna do I've seen so many people posting like doing Christmas photos. Uh, for the holidays so i definitely think you can probably be a little bit more aggressive you can price more aggressively during right. christmas time as a um, photographer to me our wedding season you know i'm like wedding i'm just season. saying but you run an mlk special you might not get that many people that want to take some pictures i don't know if you got an mlk backdrop hey take a picture with the king i don't know all i'm saying is that there are seasons with it and there are times where you can be aggressive that's why I, so you go with photography i think the summertime uh, there is a period when there's more weddings happening happening and things like that there are yeah, certain I'm not holidays to know i'm just assuming no i'm with you and there are certain seasons where you know what i know that my demand is a lot higher now but if you are running an mlk special and it's still going on like hit us up because we like some off-market specials you know what i'm saying we don't like to do what everybody else is doing but um everybody, photographers getting ready for valentine's day oh so see there's i don't know if I was so, a photographer, I'd be like, hey, go my Valentine's Day special. Go ahead and lock me in now for these dates. I mean, that brings up a whole set of different questions for me. But this says you must change your market. Um, at that point, businesses do grow and legitimately need to reprice. Just like we outgrow friends, as we as people change and get better, we now begin to be around better people who can add value back to you. That's 100% true. If you're growing um, and then getting in different rooms and around different clientele, 100% agree. But what I'm saying is if you're in the same market, same clients, you're advertising to the same people, but you're raising your price. So, and then of course, if your customer service isn't getting there. So that comment speaks to a business owner who's actually growing. Maybe you have a coach and you're doing the right things in business. Not everybody's on that level because some people, customer service is trash. We only advertise to the certain amount of people, but the price keeps going up. Like you have to make it make sense. No, and that's for any business, whether you independent, independent, uh, small business, big business. Um, I kind of follow different podcasts, especially when they talk about capitalism and things of that nature. And they have been talking about the shift in in the housing market, right? So right now, if you want, if you if you a small business owner in California. And you want to go into a, a a commercial space, you have more than enough space to get into because they say about 60% of the commercial space, warehousing space, business space is unoccupied because nobody wants to do business in California. If you look at like the housing market from New York, remember New York housing was was pricing was terrible. People paying two thousand, three thousand dollars for studio. Now we got them all like in Florida. Now now that market is shifting. They, those people have to now lower their prices because no one's renting those buildings out now, those rooms. Your studio that you didn't want to fix in New York, that you want to charge somebody $2,500, they come down here to Florida and pay 15 
I mean, paying fifteen hundred for a four bedroom. I don't know if a four bedroom going for fifteen hundred. Maybe not right now. Dream. Maybe not right now, but about three, four years ago, hell yeah. I'm just saying. But no, I mean that does bring up a perfect point of how you price yourself out, and people have to adjust. Is everything's going up, but people's income? Like there are big businesses going out of business, and people aren't getting raises like they used to back in the day. Um, People are actually taking lesser jobs because the stress of sometimes business. So it definitely all plays a factor into what people like are paying and what they want to invest their money in. I guess so this comment says 3K, 3K for, um, what'd you say, a four bedroom? That's crazy to me. I got to keep going down. God dang. You're missing a lot of comments. That's a lot of comments. But 3K for a four bedroom, I, I can't do it. But I know somebody that's actually paying that now. 3K? They rich. No. We got the same job. I actually will make more than that. Okay. I'm just saying. It's crazy. Y'all ask Kevin the right question. He'll put his face stuff on a podcast. I would. I know you would. I ain't ashamed of it. I do okay. So this comment that you've had up, it says, I feel when you home in your target market... Wait, I feel when you home in on your target, hone in on your target market, uh, know the needs of your consumer client, they will pay your price. Woo. My bad. It was so many comments when I scrolled down, I lost track of it. Got it. But I was like, Let, I'm going to figure this one out. I'm going to figure out where, where we're going with that. But um, Don't do that. I'm just saying, but we made it through. So. I definitely think once you find your target market in your tribe, then people understand the value, then yes, um, they will pay your price. I definitely have like a network and trying to build a really solid network of people like this is the price they charge and I respect the service. Like they give me good service, then they could just slide like this is the price. I'm going to pay that price because I know now what you're worth. But it takes an understanding of knowing what you're worth and seeing that level of service that you provide. People will definitely pay more for a higher level of service. But the question is, is everybody willing to give that service? Or they just want to put themselves up here and keep changing their price point. Hey, man, somebody said you worth this. So go for it. I ain't mad at that. If you can get it, achieve it. Go for after all of it. The, the plan is, is it sustainable? That's a good question. I mean, but you can't be mad at people who don't want to pay your price. That obviously isn't your consumer but you can't be upset that they don't want to pay your price. Meanwhile, you, you know, my price is not my price. You know, you got to understand that at some point, everyone isn't going to want to pay that price. And it just is what it is. Today's customer may not be tomorrow's customer because you, because now you pricing yourself out of business, but maybe you've outgrown your market. Absolutely. And at some point you should outgrow your market. You just have to know when that, when that time frame is to move on to, you know, like higher valleys or whatever they say, but absolutely. I definitely think there's a time where you outgrow your market. You think we've outgrown our market? In what aspect? Like in what sense? Boss fish. You think we've outgrown our market? I don't think we've outgrown our market. I don't even think with boss fish, the, the market fully, 
is aware that we're in the room. Ooh, that's a great one. So how do you, how do you, how do you get the market to see your value? So that way you can put yourself at a competitive price. To then one day overprice yourself. I mean, I can only speak in, in that aspect for myself. So what you, what I do is um, aim higher. So for people who saw, you know, Boss Fest last year, I got a lot of feedback that they were be- basically surprised at what they were able to see from that. And just like the comment says, you keep grinding. So you're surprised at that. Then I'm going to wow you again with this. So, and then it's a word of mouth. You know, people see it on social media. People talk about it. Oh, my goodness. And now it's like people are aware that you're here. You level up again. And then you, at some point, you do have to move to a a different market. At some point, you will outgrow this market. They won't understand, like, as you keep growing, if they're not growing with you, then you've outgrown them and you have to move on. I don't know. I think I'm scared of outgrowing a market sometimes. A lot of people are, but you can't keep raising your price in that same market because that's exactly what we're talking about. You're raising your price with the same clientele and the same customer base. They can't pay it. You, they've already, you've already priced yourself out with them. So at that point, you got to be aware of, listen, my service is now this. Based off my market where I'm at, the best I may be able to get I might be able to get some of this sometimes at these peak se- seasons. But are you a photographer? Like, why? What are your peak seasons? What are you talking about? I don't about? know. I just think certain there's, people have seasons. I think if you cook in food, everybody got seasons. I do believe. Yes. So if you cook food, I'm only hungry in the winter. I think. I. Uh, it depends on how active you are, but I think everybody has seasons. I don't. I don't. I don't think every business has season. I think some businesses. We need their service all the time. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Tax season, right. So I don't need... Right. There might be a surplus because of a tax season. Right. But... Right. See, people are agreeing with me. I don't know why you just want to... I don't know about that. So it does say every, every business, service, and product sells more at certain times of the year. I just... I don't think every single business has that. Give me an example of a business you feel doesn't really have a peak season. They just sell. Hypnotize me. That's a, automatically what the business I was thinking about. CBD works all year round. It do. But I think around 420, it would be a peak season. So it might be like at that point in time, if I were to raise the price a little bit, I still think we could sell. But at that point in time, for me, it feels like the best thing to do is to put a discount out there to sell more. But that's just me and that and that. So and everyone's so uh, this comment agrees with you that sells more during 420. I don't see where it sells more in 420. So I'm just going to politely disagree because, I mean, CBD is CBD and weed is weed. So but there are more people who are amped to want to try it or participate in the day just of saying I'm doing it. People can buy gifts for their kids all year long, but we spend an absorbent amount during December for Christmas just because it's Christmas. I understand what you're saying. I mean, you're going to keep giving me several. You know what? Let me just say I agree because I don't want you to give me no more examples. Let's just not do that. I want an argument. Remember it. 
we we gonna call it a win, y'all. Cause goodness, I want it. I'm just saying. Um. So if we're going to assume that you say every business has a peak season, and they level up or offer a service to you know help in that peak season, then in the down season, you're saying that they should lower their price. I think it should be more aggressive ad play or some type of incentive that makes people want to book your product or get your services. So yes, if people aren't really trying to buy CBD from me in the month of August, maybe that's the month where I drop more two for ones or discounts. But you also were given a discount at 420. So you give a discount all the time. I've been in sales, like some pe- some seasons, you know, you the price is the price. And other times, if you're trying to go after certain numbers, you adjust. For a smoker's holiday, everybody's trying to sell. So now right, you're competing with everybody. You know, so now is, you're competing with everybody. So I may have to put. Hey, y'all a, see how you did it? I If we're giving a discount on 420, we're also giving a discount in August. When is our price going up? Because all you're naming is things where our price is going down. I'm not necessarily saying I'm moving my price up. I'm saying I think my stuff is competitively priced from the start. But to attract more business during my peak seasons, I may put more incentives out there to say, hey, buy two, get one. Like. Like BOGO is at Publix. Like a BOGO at Publix. Yes. I'm going to buy two, give you one. Um, The BOGO is buy one, get one. You will not tell that lie in 2024. The BOGO is buy one, get one. And Publix BOGOs on, on the smaller stuff, maybe buy one, get one. They be trying to do buy two, get one. So Kevin just make up um, big box um, retailers price points. But um, the next comment says um, you raise price and peak and offer discount to break even. Off peak is the true discount. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, we can go there. <laughs> that means no, that's not what you were saying. No. But great comment, help you out, right? Yeah, listen, I'm just saying it's a great listen. You, you, because you want to dismiss that for that fact. Every time there's 420, what do you say to me? I don't know. But um, wow. so this comment says off peak, I do specials, price, price stays the same. So in okay, so I do specials, price stays the same. I think you have to be careful in business. So if it's doing a special, but you're not really adjusting the price, you're just getting it like a way for people to see what you offer, then okay, fine. But I definitely have seen some business owners price themselves too low and then get upset. So it, I think it's, you have to, to have a balance. I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank you for that. These comments strained in my eyes because they're not, you know, like popping up. You missed a whole ton of them. Listen, it was a whole list of stuff going on Instagram for a second. That's why Flame Candle Studio had to come to Facebook because I wasn't answering them over there in Instagram fast Wait enough. a minute. Why well, can't see it? We got to give Instagram some love now. I'm just saying. I was trying, but it was 
it was happening. You, y'all right? Because as if you didn't catch the beginning, the the sound guy, visual guy, don't do that. I was just trying to talk about the price. I have to bounce back and forth. See, that's what I'm saying. You can just sit there and criticize me, but I have to do so much. You know what? Let's switch. Just one. So day. this says, I agree with it. We know that you have to find that smooth balance with pricing. Thank you for the comment when the comment was needed. I appreciate that. You have to find a balance with the pricing. I'm with it. Got to price yourself to where you at least break even. I think break breaking even is a dangerous place to be. Um, and we've kind of had that conversation with the business because breaking even, you got to pay for more products. Um if something happens, then you don't have the funds to cover if something's going on with a business. And with our business, it could be any number of things because CBD is just a tricky business to be in. But I just think breaking even is, is really hard. And I don't think people who just constantly raise their price or we're talking about as far as like pricing themselves out are even close to thinking about breaking even. I think what they're trying to do is scale up. Like I've seen some price points where like I ask people for quotes and I'm like, I really don't know what is the normal like budget I should set because one quote is like here while someone else maybe just be getting in the business and I can tell they price themselves too low. But let's just say like someone gives me a price of $3,000 and the other person may be at 300. And I'm like, what should my budget be? Because I don't know what really the service value is. But pricing sometimes is all over the place with people in the same field. I guess it depends on the realization of what it is they're bringing to the table. So if you know that the service you're looking for and somebody, I guess it, it depends on if they got a team or, or people they got to pay in that process. And that, that's the other part of that nobody cares, that overhead cost. So if you by yourself and you're going to do it all by yourself and you, it's only going to cost you $400 and you good, then run it. But if someone says, man, I have a team, I have equipment, I have all this other stuff. So for me to come out there and do it, it's going to be $3,000. But with that team, with the service you're getting, does it feel like everything's happening quickly? There's more people who can help you support it. And when you done, when you're done with the service, are they out the way? Versus that person that may be by themselves at that $400 price. Now you got to help them get out your way. No, which completely makes sense. And obviously that's part of service. So a lot of people pay more money for better service. But is that really the case? Um, could that person at the $400 point do exactly what the comment says? Some people don't know their market. So they price too high or they price too low. And the person that's just starting, a lot of people just starting the business don't know where to price themselves and they just want to get the gig. So they're priced way too low and you, you start to wonder like, why are you so cheap? And then the same thing with a person that prices too high, like you now think so much of yourself and whatever it may be that you're just priced so high that it's just completely unreasonable. So. I'm definitely there with this whole, is your price too high? Is your price too high? I guess, I don't know if we really answered the question of that, but I think that for entrepreneurs, especially people starting off, you can inadvertently 
lose potential business uh, by overinflating something based off of your needs. I think sometimes people overcharge you based off of what's happening in their personal life. Some, some bills done came up. Something happened last minute. The car done got wrecked. Something happened. Now, all of a sudden, I'm going to inflate this price because I need to cover these bills. Sometimes to be I feel quite like honest, um, Fortune 500 companies do the same thing. So this comment says, for retail, double or triple what you pay from dis the distributors. For service, it can be a lot more complicated. Um, God, that is a terrible idea. Double or triple for what you pay for mm, your service? That's terrible. No, but you have to. So let's say you get a product for $2. Like, you know, whatever they ship it to you, it costs $2 to make this product. You definitely want to double or triple whatever the cost is. Like, you would be saying that as though you get a product from someone and you sell it for, like, $2 over. How, you can't make or your profit. You still have to pay for your business to run. You got to pay for your marketing. Maybe you got to pay for other people on the team. You definitely have to double or triple. It depends on the size of your business. but if And it you also were, depends on the price of the product that they're talking about. It depends on how much overhead you got. Because if you look at retail spaces, most of these times, these people may be making 30 to 40 cents profit on something they're selling for the price that they're getting it for. Possibly. And because but you know the spaces, price of some of the products we get, and it's definitely triple. Right. But I know in smaller spaces, especially um, certain food prices from, in, um, from small businesses, uh, T-shirts and stuff like that, they, they probably have doubled the price. But I think that's an okay number. Double, I think is okay. When you start getting the triple in the price, it's just to so me, it think just about that. Me. So you know you get a shirt from what is it, Alibaba or whatever you order, like some sweatshirts, and someone says, I'll put your logo on the sweatshirt, right? Right. And I don't know how much it costs to get these the, the logos on the the thing, but they press it on the shirt. That shirt came from Alibaba for 75 cents a shirt or a dollar twenty-five a shirt. You just paid $55 to $65 because I got a logo or somebody who you follow's brand on it. And you can't tell me that you don't know that's triple what they paid to get that made. No. Let's be for real. You just, so I, I, I'm going to put Kevin on blast. We just went to Atlanta and we were um, like looking at social proof merchandise, right? Yes. And Kevin saw a social proof shirt. Um, and if anyone doesn't follow Social Proof Podcast, that's with um, David Shans and Donnie. But nonetheless, he had to have a sweatshirt. And I said, well, you get a sweatshirt. I need a sweatshirt. Sweatshirt was $60. Was a sweatshirt not $60? Sweatshirt was $60. Sweatshirt was $60. I guarantee you that sweatshirt came from overseas somewhere. And David Shans paid dollars to get that shirt made. Like, he buys it in bulk. maybe three four dollars a sweatshirt you paid 60 i got it but you have to be able to buy enough shirts to be able to right but the price. point is you're saying no triple sounds ridiculous that's more than triple it also depends you still on paid the, it it depends on the brand that's like that when we went to invest fest we earn your leisure right they were selling their sweatshirts at 120 yeah and people were buying them out so it was the brand that people were like, whatever, you know, those shirts, sweatshirts, whatever, 
came from overseas and they were paying pennies on a dollar for this stuff and they're selling it for 120 that's more than triple fair enough i retract my statement i mean if i gotta give you the you, discount, you gave me one I, I right retract myself. you, you want give me one too that's all i'm saying you got it. you won. i appreciate that because i was just like i know i'm right right here like you gotta be with me when i'm right you're right I, i'll i'll walk away from that what fair else? enough so it's just the point I think we did honestly answer the question. If it's your market, um, knowing your market, knowing your audience allows you to um, price at a certain level. If you're not in the right market, you're not advertising to the right clientele, then it can be perceived as, you know, pricing yourself out of business. Your price could be too high for certain people. I got you. What you want to lead the people with today? Hey, Kevin just want to kick me out the podcast, y'all. It's so. that time. Just typically when you be like, it's time to go. At least I got an agree before before um, we end it. So all I want to tell you guys is Boss Fest tickets are currently on sale. Um, if you go to the website, uh, right now and you click on tickets and you're wondering like oh i clicked on a ticket just scroll down to the bottom of my page and you can see all the details about the ticket levels um you can check us out at www.boss-fest.com so we just dropped the headliner for boss fest uh 2024 present content is king um uh, mr brandon dixon um uh, brandon shot me He's been doing, he, he's been, he's been in a lot of spaces and he's coming to Polk County to teach the game, to help us elevate in this content space. And I'm trying to get everybody in the room so that way we can all learn and grow together. So Boss Fest presents April 7th, content is king, headline speaker, Brandon Dixon, AKA Brandon shot me is going to be in the building, giving the game, dropping the jewels. And we want to see everybody elevating. And the reason why content is going to be important moving forward, the reason why we even started this podcast and things like that, the way that we absorb information now is changing. Going to the television to get the weather, the news, and all that stuff, all of that's changing. More and more people have cut the cable cord and they're picking up and operating in social media space. This market is going to be huge. And those people that know how to maximize it, and profit from it will be able to get some residual income and build brands. And it's more than just possibly getting exposure for yourself. Um, also operating youth spaces. And I know a lot of parents look at their kids and be like, my kid is the next star. If you can put this content together, chop it up, right. Do it yourself and market your child away. You can help get them a scholarship. If you in politics and you trying to run for office, and people don't know who you are, they ain't finna look at a television no more. They ain't finna read a debate. They finna look at 30 seconds, 60 seconds of a clip and say, who is this person? What do they stand on? How do I relate to them? 